Bible says the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. I read a report, article that this man had done a lot of research on people who had had these near-death experiences and talked about being on the other side. And he said without exception, every one of them, almost, almost every one of them, would talk about a reality on the other side. Some of them about glorious experiences in heaven. But he said many of them about hell. But he said it was most interesting. After they had come out of those experiences and after they'd had a while to recuperate, he said if, if you got to them a week or two or a few months after it happened, they, they wouldn't talk to you about it. Especially the ones that had visited hell. They were ashamed for anybody to know. Kenneth Hagin said when he was a boy, he lay very sick. And I gather at that point unsaved that he felt he was dying and he was dying and he was slipping into hell. So it was like a long tunnel and down through that thing he would go and, and, and yet then, then, he, then, then something would pull him back and about three times this experience happened. And I guess he cried out to God or his mother's prayer saved him. And he lives today to warn you and I, don't go to that place. And look what happened. Back to Luke chapter 16. He said, but Abraham said, son, see the tenderness of Jesus. Son, daughter, child, Jesus could preach hell so hard and yet He could be so tender as to invite the most hypocritical adversary to come to salvation. Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you there is a great gulf fixed so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from here. Then he said, this is the man in hell. I pray thee therefore, and this is the message from hell. I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldst send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. A message from hell. And that message is this. Don't, don't waste away your day of salvation. But the reply was this. They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto them, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. There is a great gulf, and there is no crossing over, Mr. Once you have passed that way. There are no second chances, and there are no prayers, and there are no monies, and there are no relatives that will get you out of that place once you're there. No other flights leaving. No telephone calls. Not even one. End of the road. And in that hour, there will be such crying and weeping and wailing as you have never heard. Torment, the Bible said. Torment. But Jesus says, come unto me. Come unto me. I am the way the truth, and the life. Repent of your sins. Turn from your wicked ways and live eternally. Jesus told another story just before this about a great rich man 
who was a good man and he gave a great feast and he sent out invitations to people to come but people made excuses and one said but I've just gotten married I can't come another said I've just bought some property I must go see it another one said oh but I can't come I've just brought some cattle and everything in this world is laid before you this morning that says to you you don't have to you can wait you can procrastinate you can put it off and the devil whispers that lie in your ear this morning I tell you you can not. Jesus is on your side. He loves you. He wants you to be saved. But my friend, He cannot get you out of hell. The decision must be made in this lifetime. And He stands with those outstretched hands that have nail prints in them. And He says to you this morning, I'm proving to you I love you. I'm proving to you because I took your hell. I took your sins to that cross. And I say unto you, they are paid in full if you but will receive Me today. But you must act quickly. You must act quickly. Time is, in a way, a cruel thing. I have stood in emergency rooms at hospitals and cried with parents over the death of a loved one who just moments before was so full of life and energy. But in a split second, life was gone. I love you to death. Were it possible, my friend, I would take your place, but I can't. It is a personal choice that you must make this morning. And the holy angels of heaven stand hushed at this very instant waiting to see if you will become a son of God instead of a child of the devil. Waiting to see if you will make an intelligent decision, the only correct decision this morning, to flee unto Jesus, to flee the wrath to come, and to cry out to Him for mercy in this hour, because you and I are sinners in a sense that we have done wrong, and innumerable wrongs you can name them, I can too. But Jesus, but Jesus stands between you and judgment today, and He pleads with you, while it is yet day, make your peace with God. Come. Let's pray.